Hey, this is Dan. I am literally sitting on the floor of my trailer to talk to you about my other podcast, The Hitch, which is about being in this trailer and driving around the American West with my partner, Janice Dillard, our dog who you can hear whining behind me, and our kids. You should listen to The Hitch at thehitchpodcast.com or download it from iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. Hey, it's me, Joey Bookends. I'm here to tell you about a book, because I love books. I'm Joey Bookends. There's this book called Truly Devious by Maureen Johnson. It's a mystery book. Joey Bookends loves mysteries. It's a spooky mystery. It's not that spooky. It's like a straight-up murder detective story that takes place at a school. It's like a boarding school. It's got like an old mystery in the 30s. It's got a new mystery. It's about true crime obsessions and, and solving cold cases. It's good. And right now, Joey Bookends wants you to know that uh, for some reason, it's like a deal. I don't know when you're listening to this. You could be listening to this in the future. But like right now, today, and I don't know for how long, a couple days, it's $1.99 on ebook. So go to your places where you buy your books. You say you got a Joey Bookend send me for Truly Devious. It's by Maury Johnson. You're going to love it. Tell them Joey Bookend sent you. Dan, we're going to get right to where Where the hell are you right now? I am literally on the floor of my trailer. The uh, Airstream. In, in the Airstream trailer in Billings, Montana, which is the last slice of civilization that I will be in for the next few days because we are heading, Maureen, we are heading to Devil's Tower. What is that? Have you seen Close Encounters? You know, the thing the guy made the pile of mashed potatoes out of? Okay, that is the second time this week someone has referenced that that pile of mashed potatoes. It's It means something, Maureen. It means that, is it a mountain? It's a big thing. Yeah, what is we're it? going what, there. What's it made of? I mean, I've seen big things before. It's made of rock. So it's a mountain. And it's flat, and it's giant. It's just like a flat rock? Yeah, but Maureen, aliens land there. Holy crap. So there's no Wi-Fi there? I don't think so. There's probably no cell or anything. Oh, my God. You're really doing it, Dan. We are doing it. But right now, we're doing this. <sighs> Says who? That wasn't very punchy, was it? I'm very hot. Dan, it's so hot. Says, I'm going to try it again with more spunk. All right. Says who? Oh, it's so hot. Oh, God, it's so hot. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's so hot. I'm Maureen Johnson. And I am Dan Sinker. And this is about the scrappiest we have ever recorded, Maureen. Yeah, we should explain that it's a Sunday night special. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a Sunday night, Dan. It's very chill. And Dan was like, hey, can you do it in the morning? And I said, I cannot. And he said, how about right now? And I was like, <laughs> and I got I, my stuff. Yeah. I am pretty sure that starting in a, like 14 hours from now, I will have no connection to anything for the next, you know, 48 hours or so. So it was now or never, Maureen. Dan, I don't want to draw too many close comparisons, but this is a little bit like the plot of The President is Missing by James Patterson and Bill Clinton, which I have just been reading the the opening of. And um, Oh, really? Well, it's not that much like it. But it's a little. Well, it goes away. He can't hmm. be reached for a couple days. Oh, okay. I don't think it's as dramatic of a title if you call it "The President Can't Be Reached for a Few Days." <laughs> the, so the president is off Wi-Fi. Yeah, the president is taking a short internet break. Um, the president will be with you shortly. So they were like, "The president is missing" because James Patterson knows what's going to grab you by the balls when you read a book. That's the thing. Can't it's mess at, with the pat. It's real boring, the beginning of that book. I mean, I don't want to ever say anything against my my friend James Patterson, but it's a, it's a slow, it's a, 
you can tell that the beginning of this book. So I've only read the first like 120 pages. Okay. And you can tell that's a lot. That, How many pages are there? It's a if big this book. This is the beginning. It's oof. a big book. Like nothing really has happened. Like so the premise of this book seems to be that you you open up and it's like a you think the president is being grilled by a Senate committee about a call he took with a, a terrorist, but it turns out it's just the practice for that call. And they're like, we got to get you because this this is coming and they're going to come for you. And you find out that the president, like he has this terrible disease. They're like, Mr. And the, his private doctor is always like, Mr. President, like if I don't give you the shot, you're, like, you're going to die in 24 hours. He's like, I need to be on my sharpest wits. So you can't give me the shot. And she's like, but you'll die. And she's he's like, I can't die. And so he doesn't get the shot. But he's got wow. this terrible disease. It's like a ticking time bomb. His wife is dead. So we, you know, we established that, she, that she's been dead. But it it's turns helpful out, that Bill Clinton wrote a book where the president's wife is dead. That doesn't seem weird or creepy or odd at all. No, not at all. Just she's just not an issue. Sure. He's got, but he's got one really good daughter. I mean, come on. Nah. And yeah. uh, and then uh, and a dog companion that can talk. No, but uh, they missed an opportunity there. It turns out that the only there's going to be a like an attack on the infrastructure of the the U.S. and there's these cyber criminals and the only way I think what's happening is that he has to stop it by going personally to some meeting, and that means like he's grown out his beard, and for a couple of days and he's like I gotta go and like no secret service and then he kind of goes and somebody gives him like a glass some glasses and a mustache and he dyes his hair. Wow. And it's like one step away from Groucho glasses and he doesn't know how to drive a car anymore. And so he, he's just gotten to the car and he's like, I don't know how to drive. I have glasses on and a beard. And he's going to go off and have adventures. And that's how sort of what you're doing. You've got a beard and glasses and you're going to go and have adventures and you're going to be unreachable. I'm theoretically going to be unreachable. I just I needed to make sure that I was reachable. And we did this before I went off into nowhere. But I like we are tethered. We are tethered to my phone. That is how we are actually doing this over the Internet right now. Doesn't seem like it should work, but so far it's working just fine. Dan, so Dan is somewhere like he's like, I'll do it because I said, can you do it now? He's like, I can do it in my car. And so I had images of Dan like hunched over because Dan's big. Just but for some reason, I imagine you drive a tiny, tiny car, like a car that's much too small for you, <laughs> like a tiny. Definitely, it definitely would make sense that I'm driving a tiny car while towing a six thousand pound trailer. Yeah, you have to realize this is what's in my imagination. Dan, you're what six two? I'm six one. Six one. Six one. But let's the just beard say for makes our, it look like I'm taller. For our purposes, you're six eight, and you have a giant beard that goes down to your knees, and. And you're in the car that you have is one of those little Italian things that's like, you know, just it. it's so it's, it's you can pick it up if you need to. It's teeny, teeny. Sure. And you're, you're kind of Mr. Magooing it, like just all squinched in there, just pulling your airstream around the country. That's how I imagine it. That's about right. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> Meanwhile, I am here in New York in the the um, I think what they call it. I think the poets called this the anus of summer. And it's um, it's hot. It's so hot here, Dan. Is it? It is not hot here. It has been. Uh, we have had these massive monsoon-like rainstorms that blow through in the afternoon every day that we've been in Montana, and um, and so yeah, it's nice and cool. One of them, Maureen, blew through uh, just the other day, and a tree knocked down the a power line in the campsite. And there was a live wire in the campsite for about an hour and a half. I imagine that is a little bit like that scene from Community where where um, he goes out to get pizzas and he comes back and there's just like fire ripping around and everyone's screaming. Essentially, Yeah. Yeah, it was that. There was not a lot of screaming. There was a lot of like, oh, can I get closer? And everyone being like, no. Well, could but, you get closer? Uh, yeah, that was, no, I got, but you know, we were like 20 yards away. Because it was a small campsite with a fucking live wire buzzing around. That's been my reality. So yeah, it's you're you're just living a very different life from me. I am. It's... I also need to somehow adjust my microphone. Hold on. Okay, so you're in All a, right. You says Huvians. He really is like he's in like 
I feel like you're like a like in a camp, like a Boy Scout badge or something right now. You're in an airstream and you're in the woods and you're, oh, it's so nice. I should earn like a Boy Scout podcasting badge for this maneuver we're pulling tonight. Oh, I love that. Could we make badges for Sesu? Yes. I love earning badges more than just about anything. Like, well, it's sort of my, th- I mean, like, I will do anything if they're like, it's, you get a badge for doing it. And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> Sign me up. Yep. Murder my neighbor badge. I earned it. Yes. I would love to get that badge. Well, I would love it no so worries. much. You just have to murder a neighbor. Then I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying I would do that, but I'm not saying I totally wouldn't do that. Um, you just want to see how sweet the badge looks. <sighs> it's a knife going into a door. Oh, I'm going to do it. There you go. That's such a good badge. Um, So I have also been, I know that you have been avoiding, not avoiding, you just are like living your best mountain life. We have been in and out of cell coverage and driving... So we have been, uh, we just came out of like the Yellowstone region and Yellowstone is amazing. Have you ever been there, Maureen? No. Yellowstone National Park is incredible. It is also enormous. So to be like, oh, we're going to go yesterday. We were like, we're going to go see Old Faithful because that's awesome. That was a 250 mile drive. (laughs) How many miles is the park? A lot. It is like from our entrance, which was the north entrance, down to Old Faithful was something on the order of 70 miles. Um, and then you've got to go back. And where we were actually staying from the north entrance was about 50 miles. So it adds up quick. That's a big park. It is. A, it is. It is uh, like this was my second time being there and the scale of it still floored me jeez so, I, gotta, it, I just get excited walking around Central Park in the Ramble and after a couple minutes of that I'm like okay enough of this enough of this nature <laughs> no it's 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 a little different than that, that but that's a way to say that I other than sort of checking Twitter occasionally I have I have not been paying much attention to the news because uh, we've been driving a lot but nothing's happened right some things have happened. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, Dan, I also have not been paying that much attention for a couple of days. And um, here, the couple of things we do know. I What I, I, the sense I'm getting, Dan, is that as we're in this, you know, the, the hot, height of summer, a lot of people are off on vacation or trying to like, you know, peel off and have that last gasp of sanity before the fall comes to us and the fall yeah. is going to be fuck nuts. The fall is going to be fucking bananas. Yeah. The, the official breakfast cereal of the fall of 2018 will be the fuck nut. Um, and, and <laughs> I love fuck. I really like making a fuck nut parfait yeah. where you do like a little bit of yogurt, then a line of fuck nuts, then a little yogurt, then some fuck nuts. It's delicious. You ever have chocolate fuck nuts? Mmm. I'm not a big fan of sweet cereals unless it's like a special occasion. What? I know. You know, just I know. within the year, I I saw one time that Cookie Crisp was again available. And I bought that motherfucker and I came home with it like under my arm like Cookie Crisp. Like that is some disgusting shit. <laughs> but I was like, I am a grown ass adult and I am buying this with my own pocket money. It was gross. There you go. It was disgusting. Living your best life. It was not that good. Someone has been living his best life. That is what we found out this week. Um, One of the things that's happened while you've been off in the woods is uh, Paul Manafort's trial has started. Yes. So this is something that literally, other than the fact that it started and there was a $15,000 ostrich coat, Mm -hmm. those are the two things I know about the trial. So Maureen- Fill me in. I'm ready. My body is ready. Well, the 
ostrich jacket was $21,000. Well. Then there was also an $18,500 python skin jacket. Ooh. Um, that's most of what, what I know about this trial. What is the... What is the occasion that you wear a ostrich or a python jacket? Because I feel like every photograph I've ever seen of Paul Manafort, he's just wearing like a Brooks Brothers suit. I don't think there is one. Okay. I just don't think there is one, Dan. I mean, I don't. I, I admit I am not the the person to go to about fashion. I I sort of look like at all times like a. The, the arts teacher, the arts and crafts teacher at, at your grade school that does like the K through third grade, <laughs> um, like fun, avoid her, you know, like that, that person. <laughs> so I don't really know what one does with a $15,000 ostrich coat. Um, I believe that that ostrich should be worn by ostriches. <laughs> So uh, I'm not I'm not that into it, Dan. But um, it's just that you don't think I didn't think of Paul Manafort. I listened to the Trump Inc. podcast about Paul Manafort, and I what I guess I didn't realize is just what a vain weirdo he is. He I yeah he's definitely a weirdo. Like a guy who just really likes like someone who seems it's like I I've met people who have spending problems and they just. They have to keep right. doing dumber and dumber things because they have a spending issue. And he seems to be spending McSpenderson um, and buys a lot of dumb shit and then had to do things like work for oligarchs. <laughs> One time when I didn't make any money, hardly at all, I amassed a bit of credit card debt and I also had to start working for oligarchs. Oh, really? That's just how it works. Did you help? Did you help? um an yeah. overthrow of a country, then? Minor. Which country? A minor country. Just Damn. one of them. What if you... Damn, what did you do? No, nothing. Anyway, Dan, so this, you, I bet I'm sorry, you Dan, I, that if Manafort's ostrich coats no, are no, being no. Uh, trotted out, Dan, that I, Trump took it well. We, we hmm? can't just let that slide. What? Well, it's just, you know, if you get into some debt, you got to work for an oligarch. That's just common sense. It's not common sense. De I mean, you might not know that being a published author and all that being a very lucrative field. You've probably never had any debt, so you don't know. But that's what happens. Dan, I'm very disappointed that you were out working for oligarchs. I just it's how that's how you pay off debt. Well, just ask Paul Manafort. The president is. um. Well, he's he is missing. Oh, wait. No, that's the a book. lot of that book is also clearly Bill Clinton. Just he, a lot of it is, you know, they're like details that only Bill Clinton would know. And a lot of it is like wallpaper. Like literally, he's like the wallpaper <laughs> in this room was like put up by Jackie. O, and then Betty Ford took it down and then somebody put it back up again and then someone took it down again. And then. There's a lot of that. Terrible. Like there's a door, but it's not like a door. And like, here's how far they stand. So what you're saying is they should have named it as the president, <laughs> the president is decorated. The president would like to tell you about this wallpaper. Um, it's it's also clearly Bill Clinton bitching. So I think because it's unclear who wrote this book because Bill uh, James Patterson's books are written by others based on. Yeah, I was going to say that dude does not write 700 books no. in a year. And. Bill Clinton is clearly not writing this book either. So in this particular case, I, I want to find out from my friend Sarah, who knows all about mystery writers, like who actually did the deed on this one. But you could tell they sat around and talked a bunch. I would imagine with like whiskey on the rocks and their cigars and their and Bill Clinton is just like you can tell he's just complaining about how shitty it is. To I don't care what you do. Just make sure my wife is dead in the book. And also let everybody know that it's like a real drag because like you're trying to do stuff and they're like bitching about you on TV and like all these idiots are like people don't understand like it's really hard job and you know it's people are mean to you all the time and you know it's just a lot of pressure and just and you uh, forget you forget boy, that ghostwriting job I hope it paid well uh they pay they pay pretty well um. 
I don't know if they get royalties or not from that. But I think I don't I think he pays pretty well. But um the president is not missing. The president has been tweeting a lot. And he has really I've only I've only picked up on the sort of the the ripple effect of these tweets more than the actual tweets. He's morning. been going gangbusters for a couple of days and he is even as of like at the time of recording an hour or two ago, he was he was still going. And um I'm just gonna pull up some now because uh he may still be he may still be firing away. Someone has not taken his phone. So the last thing he tweeted, which you'll like, Dan, because you like about parks and the environment. Um, California wildfires are being magnified and made so much worse by the bad environmental laws, which aren't allowing massive amounts of readily available water to be properly utilized. It is being diverted into the Pacific Ocean. Must also tree clear to stop fire spreading. couple things about that. I want to read that again. Yeah. California wildfires are being magnified and made so much worse by the bad environmental laws, which aren't allowing massive amount. I'm not massive amount, not massive amounts, massive amount of readily available water to be properly utilized. It is being diverted into the Pacific Ocean. Must also stop tree clear to stop fire weird space spreading <laughs> i don't think any of that works that way when you do de- de- like the the one thing that defines california water is that it is not readily available yeah and it is certainly not being diverted into the pacific ocean no no um and I don't think it's our environmental laws that have, I mean, it's the lack of environmental laws, I guess, that have created the situation that's making California basically be a burning hellscape all the time. And what about tree clear? Well, I mean, it's true that you should cut down some trees to stop a wildfire from spreading, but I'm pretty sure they probably already know that. Yeah, I don't and think have, they needed and to have check with him. cleared fire lines at this point. He um he has been really t- going on a uh, like things like thirteen hours ago. The fake news hates me saying that they are the enemy of the people only because they know it is true. Oh, I am boy. providing a great service by explaining this to the American capitalized people. Jesus they Christ! Purposely people are going to cause... fucking die. They purposely cause great division and distress. They can also cause capitalized war. They are very oh. dangerous and sick. Oh, God. You're a journalist, Dan. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, I don't feel great about any of that at all. I had not seen that one. Uh, there, There is so much. I mean, all of that enemy of the people language is yeah. so dangerous when you consider how many unhinged people follow his every word. Like it is only a matter of time before something really, really terrible happens and may have already. I mean, the Capitol Gazette shooting was certainly someone who was already very angry at that paper, you know, but does the does an environment where journalists are literally called the enemy of the people something that he never has called white supremacists right or nazis or neo nazis or whatever um that's not great maureen that is not great no again dan i mean let's says who i'm pulling up my leg cuz i feel like it's a sunday night special I'm I'm also Get comfy. Kind of, I'm not lying to you. I'm kind of sticking to this thing I sit on. It's plastic. Um I like to keep it real, Sisu, and I sit in a closet on a large Tupperware bin and uh sometimes I stick to it. Because that's what it pla- you know, if you sit on plastic, you stick to it. It's just it's sticky. That's how it's it works. It's not sticky, but like you kind of just adhere to it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Someday, Maureen, our our two year anniversary is coming up. You should upgrade to a chair. It, you know, I have a chair for in here, but I realized that 
uh, and also I have all like pads and stuff I can put on this. But I realized when I converted this in that actually it is most comfortable just to sit on the bin as it is. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Like I bought I bought a little mini chair and it's really cute. It's like the teeniest, tiniest little folding chair. You just want to put it in your pocket. And it's and then I realized that the bin is actually pretty comfy. I mean, it's not bad. I'll sit on a bin. All right. You're bin. I don't it. care. You're sitting in a you're sitting in a trailer. I wish I was in a trailer. Dan, I just want to go swimming so bad. I can't even tell you. We you know, got a pool at the next place. Come meet us. I Come to Devil's to. Tower. Look, there's we'll, a lot we'll of... We'll be there around three tomorrow. Oh, God damn it. Well, Sunday night special, Dan. We're going to keep it real, says who. And this is a... It, you know, it's both a lot of news and... Oh, well, of course, Dan, I missed off the fact that this morning he seems to have tweeted a confession. Oh, really? Uh, let's see here. Tariffs, 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 tariffs. God damn it, tariffs. Okay. Yes, this is the big news of today, Dan. The big yeah. news of today was 12 hours ago, so early this morning, he tweeted, Fake news reporting a complete fabrication that I am concerned about the meeting my wonderful son Donald had in Trump Tower. This was a meeting to get information on an opponent, totally legal and done all the time in politics, oh, no. and it went nowhere. I did uh... not know about it. Yeah. Are you hearing that for the first time, Dan? So first off. Yep. Go ahead. Dojo had an amazing day. I know. Think about it. He's been just like, he's been just skipping down the street all day. He's like, I, my father finally called me wonderful. I know. And what a nice day for him. I mean, it is pretty good. You know, Eric, Eric is, is off, you know, eating his, his mice, his live mice and his chocolate milk. But Don, he just want someday, someday he'll say he loves me. Someday. Yeah, that's close, man. He's really, he's like, it was all worth it. It was all worth it. You'll, you'll, you'll relish that when you're in jail, Don. He's or gonna, you that's going to sustain him. That's going to sustain him on the lonely nights in jail. You're like, oh. he called me wonderful. Can I just, can I have one tweet printed out, please? And he's just going to look at it over and over. <laughs> It'll be like his book, except it's just a tweet. He'll just open it. That, that'll that be the name. He called me wonderful, the Don Jr. story. When he finally writes it. Oh, his poor cursed children. Um, so what was the rest? I didn't even hear anything after wonderful. I was just like, God, that guy had a good day. Well, the twist comes in the next part, Dan, where he says, yeah. this was a meeting to get information on an opponent. <laughs> what? Dan, he just he just kind of kind of said it. He just kind of was like he just blurted it out. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, he kind of just said it. Wow. Yeah. Totally legal and done all the time in politics, and it went nowhere. I did not know about it. I did not know about this totally legal, done all the time thing. I mean, I certainly have noticed uh, that there has been a rhetoric shift in, um, in the language around the idea that collusion is just not a crime. So what's the big deal? Uh. He's just really, uh, he goes on to about a large portion of the media refuses to report the lies and corruption having to do with the rigged witch hunt. But that is why we call them fake news. I mean, it's a lot of just shouting. It's getting very, it's like well, he's Frankenstein. He's been, he's been having a lot of rallies too. Mm -hmm. Like uh, yeah. as someone that has uh, FAA VIP travel notices sent to my phone. Um, that dude's been on the road. He's been, he's been, he's been doing, he's been needing the rallies. Like that's been a thing early on was like, you know what? He was so miserable. They started booking rallies where he could just, you know, 
do all of his shtick and have people yell, lock him up and, you know, point to the fake news media and everyone boo them. And like people started to realize, like, that's how we cheer him up. We put him in front of a rabid crowd. Right. And I think he did three this week. Like he is. He is. He is not in a good place, Maureen. Things are not good, Dan. And as as we were just saying, you know, it's this is um, take your your fun summertime, you know, get out, try to not pay attention for a little bit, because I have a feeling that really soon it's going to be almost impossible not to pay attention with every every passing second. Um, I mean, there's a very real possibility that we're staring into the maw of midterm elections and major Manafort moves, you know, the Manafort trial playing out and Mueller getting closer and closer to something all happening at the same time. Yeah. And him just flat out saying, you know, I was having a meeting about adoption. I mean, not adoption. I mean, getting information. Uh, Have I said adoption for two years? Uh, It's fine. It's not illegal to buy stolen information from a foreign government who's trying to interfere in the elections that I know about. People do that. It's not great, Dan. And so that is why um, I want to ask you, and unrelated, Dan, unrelated, 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 of course. Don't panic. Okay. Totally don't panic. Uh, California's on fire. Uh, the world is heating up. Um, there are forest fires in the Arctic Circle right now. It's true. And it's about 85 degrees. The area that we're in has been under fire watch for the whole time we've been here. But I think these afternoon rain showers have have uh, have tamped that down. But we are it has been super hazy here because the California smoke is in the upper atmosphere at this point. And so it's forcing all of the water vapor and things to be much lower than normal. That seems fine. Yeah, it's great. That seems good. And so here's the important question I want to ask you. I want to play a game called Sesu Supermarket Zombie Sweep. Now, whoa. In every zombie I'm in. Every zombie movie and story has one scene that they always have to include and it's always my favorite. And I want you to think about this really carefully, okay? So I'm not saying I'm really excited right now. I'm not saying that this is like time for you to go into the hills and prep and not come out and form a live in a cave and, you know, start burying beans underground or anything like that. Obviously. But, but could I? I mean, just bear with me here. It just I'm not saying. Okay. That, but as in the movies, when, you know, there's always a scene where there's a couple survivors, the zombies have have torn through the town but there's that little blink where the streets seem clear and they realize that there is a grocery store or some store that has not been entirely looted it's like pretty well stocked and yet yeah and you think you have maybe 10 15 minutes before you have to get to your locked in location before they come oh man all right so this is it dan it's just you so I'm, I'm setting the parameters. It's just you. No, it's you and me. It's okay. you and me, Dan. Okay. I like it. There's a couple. There's the streets clear. It's kind of a weird, eerie silence. It's about, it's an early dusk. It's just settling over the land. So they'll be out soon, Dan. Who? The Trumpers? The zombies? We don't know. They're out there, Dan. They're coming. They come as soon as, as the sun sets. We have a, maybe a half hour before we have to get to our safety location. All right? There's okay. a couple scattered grocery carts, a couple on their side, but a couple look like they still work pretty well. We've, got, okay. we've gotten the door open. Dan, we need to be in and out. We think we're playing at, say, five, ten minutes tops, and it's all, and we have to figure out what we can carry. Dan, what do we do? Okay, quick point of order question okay. about the grocery store. Yeah. Is it is it one that has a pharmacy? Yes. It's like a super okay. actually what it is is one of those super targets with a grocery store. Oh shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah it is. A, that's really big, but B, that's super well stocked. It's big, it's well stocked, but it also means that if they come like when you're in there, it's harder to get out quickly to the door. It's harder right. to like man the door. Right. 
All right, and there, there's me and you? Yes. Okay. And we each have a bag, like a big kind of sack, like a like a Okay, backpack. so one person needs to go to the pharmacy and find all of the antibiotics possible. That's job one. Okay. Antibiotics. Job two. Wait, antibiotics. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're going for. You need it. I've seen these shows enough to know that somebody's getting shot in the next scene. And you need to be able to keep the wound from becoming infected. Come on now. All right. Stay with me if you want to live, Maureen. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, next up, somebody needs to go to the like protein bar section and just like level it. Get as many protein bars as possible. All right. Uh, water filters. If we're really in a target, like go we're in hit a target, the Brita then. filter section. Yeah. Like hit the Brita filter section and just go fucking hog wild. Fill that shit up with filters as much as you can okay. because then you've got, you know, you, you don't have to worry so much about the provenance of the water. Uh, next up, you're going to want to get... Uh, Long life stuff, I would say some boxes of soy milk and stuff like that. Not the kind in the cooler pack, but the kind on the shelf um, so that you've got, you know, that sort of liquid material. Uh, I'm going to throw you a bonus. Goods. I'm going to throw you a bonus. OK, you can you yeah. can take you feel like you can get one cart out each. OK, great. Uh, canned goods, just as much as you can. Pasta, that sort of thing, as much as you can. Uh, oh man, I'm stressing out now. Tuna, tuna fish, I think is probably a good idea. Um, can opener? Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I guess the other parameter question. We don't have any of that kind of shit. No. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Hit the, hit the cutlery area, get can opener, get a couple of knives. Those will also work well if people start coming at us, you know, the big cutty knives, uh, you know, get some, Plates and things like that. Water bottles. Okay, I'm probably. gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you right here, water Dan. Oh man. No, d- okay. No, Dan. Uh, Am I dead already? No. Just uh, hear me out. Okay. So, who you sent someone else to the pharmacy? Yeah. So you're doing the main part. So I'm in the pharmacy. You're in the pharmacy, sorting out what what's useful. You have a tremendous faith in me. If you're sending me to the pharmacy. I do, Maureen. Well, thank you. I mean, I. You're welcome. I mean, okay. I, I mean, I'm, get, I'm getting us a couple Z packs. Um, exactly. I'm getting us some. Uh, I'm taking a bunch of like Ativan and stuff like that because you know you're going to be nervous if you know. Yeah, why not? Gonna, and we're going to get. Uh, oh, I, I don't know what else do we get. Uh, all right, Dan. There, but first aid supplies, Dan. Dan, we need first like, really. Yep. We need. We need. Yeah, that's your section. Right. Grab that shit. So I'm just, I'm on like the pharmacy, like all the first aid. Yeah, you're in the pharmacy, the, yeah, the whole, you know, yeah. So get a ton of ibuprofen and that kind of thing. Get, yeah, band-aids and gauze and all that. So that's me. This is exciting, Maureen. I'm like, I'm like really keyed up right now. Okay, Dan. Now, the thing is that this is all getting a little, who's get, like, what about flashlights, batteries? Have we done any of that, Dan? No, we haven't. We need to run over there. Now we're all over the store, Dan. I figure we're we're no, I figure we're being we're in verbal contact right we're now. Shouting. Right. So like yeah, you would be shouting, All right, I'm done, you know. So then you'd I'd be like, Okay, I'm over here in the, you know, granola bar aisle or whatever. You come there, then we kind of reconvene, be like, What else do we need? Yeah, we head over to the camping section. We grab sleeping bags, we grab flashlights, we just load the fuck up of batteries. Uh you know, tent. They got tents at Target. Grab a tent. Get a tent. Yeah. Tent's not going to keep good. you. Tent's not going to keep you safe from zombies. No, but that's what the knives are for, and also the hiding. Right. So where are we going to assemble this tent then? Well, wherever we find safety. We're not going to set it up in the middle of Target. Come on, Maureen. Get your head in the game. Did you take the Ativan in there? Well, no, but I mean, just saying, look, in my also, Dan, in my the rest of this fantasy, we spend the night in the target as well, like because everyone is always. That's just a general fantasy for me, though. Yeah. Just to sleep in the store and you sleep in the pile of. One time uh, 
one time the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago had a sleep, uh, uh, it, they called it the snoozeum, where you and your family could camp out in the museum and Maureen, it was amazing. But I will fully say if Target were to be like, here's a fun promotion, come sleep in Target, I would do it in a second. I know. I know. You know, uh, there's a, the Casper, our sponsor, Casper Mattress, has recently opened up, our sponsor, has opened up a showroom in New York City. Um, that's, it's not a showroom. It's like called a Napa, napa right, you can or, pay to nap, right? Yeah. And they put you in like, there's yeah. a Casper mattress and there's sheets and the, like, there are little curtains that little cute sleeping cute. You know what's happening in there, Dan? Nothing good. No, that seems gross. No, I don't. I mean, like, I like the idea of having a place to nap, but I think that they, the only way I'm sleeping there is if they also employ someone to stare at you unblinkingly while you're sleeping right. to make sure nothing disgusting happens. It seems, yeah. Or like if the whole thing is just sort of encased in a disposable rubber liner that they clean between, like they throw out between visitors. Dan, there's a noise at the yeah. front door of the Target. Ah, uh, shit. It's a... Maybe it's just a helper. No, Dan. No, Dan. I'm looking because I'm close. Oh, Dan, it's a, okay. it's, yeah. a bu- they, they're, it's a bunch of zombies. They're all wearing MAGA hats. They're all no oh boy. They're they're here, Dan. They've got their red hats on. They're they're making zombies great again. They're shaking. They're shaking, Dan. What are we gonna do? Okay, We're... are they at are they at both doors? You mean the back door as well? Yes. No, usually targets have two entrance. Like like you know, there's the like north entrance and the south really? entrance because they're huge. Yeah, I mean maybe not in New York City ne- with your little tiny things. I've never. I've never been in a Target with more than one entrance. Really? I don't think so. Off the parking lot, there's always two. They, like, flank the giant line of uh, checkouts. Well, okay, either way. They're at one the, entrance they're at or the not. door, and they're in their MAGA hats, Dan. What are we going to do? We're going to sneak over to the toy aisle. Oh, boy. Okay. Right? Yes. We're going to set off a bunch of the toys that are, like, tester things that make noise and then we're going to flank our way to the back of the store uh-huh. and around the far end and the mega zombies are going to be attracted over to the toy aisle and we're going to sneak out the door with our shopping carts hell yeah this is a risky operation dan hey you know what it's going to pay off i want to hear my idea yeah there's a drop ceiling. Oh. You climb into it. Like uh like in like in uh, uh the Breakfast Club. Or Die Hard. That didn't end well for him. Mm. Like Die Hard. I want to die hard die- it a little bit. Die Hard he's in a air vent. Well There's more reinforcement in an air vent. Is, is there? Yeah, it's metal instead of like weird popcorn. Dan, the other day, um, I I sort of lived out Die Hard a little bit in my apartment because we don't get them that <laughs> yes. often. We don't get them that often, then. But German terrorists, you mean? Well, just recently, very very large cockroaches have appeared in our building, and I, oh boy, and I think it's they are getting in with when we leave uh, some windows open, and they've done some work, and a couple, not many, but like a couple, have gotten in, and I refer to very large cockroaches as Hans Gruber's. And um, <laughs> of course you do. And so I, there was a Hans Gruber in the shower once, and then we didn't see any. And then the other day, just strolling across my office floor, bold as brass, there goes this little Hans Gruber. And I was like, oh no. And so I didn't know what to do. And he kind of went under the sofa I've got in my office. I was like, oh shit, Zelda. And she was like, what was that? Because it was big. It was big, Dan. It was like one of those four inch jobs. So then I ran and I was like, what can I do? Ghostbusters and I got the canister vacuum and I like dragged the vacuum yeah. into my office and I was like motherfucker and I like pulled out the tube and I was like ah, shoving it under the sofa and and I heard thup, thup, and then the Hans Gruber is in the canister like in Ghostbusters like I've actually done it I've caught yeah. the slimer but then I was like now what do I do with the Hans Gruber and then I thought again die hard and I went to the window and Dan I opened yes. that canister vacuum and I let go of the Hans Gruber and we live pretty far up and there was like, Wah! and um, isn't that exciting? That is exciting. 
Now, none of these things are directly related to what's happened over the last week and a half, except to say that I feel like we're going to have to get creative with our survival strategies. Um, and I really hope that someone is listening to this while they're, say, walking around a Target or a grocery store. Um, Dan, did I ever, ever tell you that I was an only child and how I used to spend my time? Uh, you've certainly mentioned that you're an only child, and you've certainly talked about spending time, but I don't know if you've told me something in relation to this. Dan, when I was a kid, I would always be forced to go along when my parents would grocery shop. And back in those old benighted times, we had no digital fun to be had. Like, there was nothing to sure. listen to. There's no iPads. There was nothing. You just walked alongside that stupid grocery cart with your thoughts. And we would shop for everybody in the family. So these were like two-hour grocery trips. They took forever. And I would walk around, and in my head, I always played this game where I imagined that me and all my friends in my class lived in the grocery store, and like every once in a while, this bad man who lived in the office would come and chase us around, and how we would defend ourselves using only things from the grocery store. There you go. And so I think that's why I'm very much into the, you know, how do you survive? Like, how can we turn these things into tools of survival? Um, and I'm not saying that we're going to have to start fighting off MAGA hat wearing zombies during the water wars when everything is on fire. Um, but I mean, can we entirely rule it out? Dude, I've got a fucking traveling house, Maureen. Yeah, this is what I'm Just saying, Dan. Come get here. We've already got one dog in the mix. We can throw a second. You and Oscar, we can we can fit you somewhere, and we'll just t head to the hills, like Iron Maiden said. Is that what we're all gonna have to do, Dan? Just h head for the hills? Uh, I mean, you have to go back to Chicago, Dan. I don't even have a job right now, Maureen. You have a house. Well, true. But what if it's already been overrun by MAGA zombies? I don't know. I do know I have a security camera. <laughs> there aren't any. Seriously, Dan, it's... um. That's an upbeat thought, though, Maureen. You really bring in the sunshine in this hot summer day. Look, if, 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 if this is all going to happen... I want us to think about the most fun way to deal with it. Well, that was before you sent the zombies in, and I was going to say the last thing we need to pick up is a lot of slip and slides. Just because that's fun. Just to have? Yeah, you never know. Like, what if you find a hose and you can totally hook up and just slide around There's for a no while? There's no water, it's Dan. Super chill. It's all fires. And oh, right. Then you just are sad because you have a dry slip and slide and you're going to oh, die. man. Those suck. You hurt yourself. You know on what? Those. They're covered in blood. No one wants that. Man, you're really a ray of sunshine, Maureen. Thanks for brightening my okay, day. Okay, what's the one luxury item? You one like life affirming item you get to pick up in the super target? You got one thing, Dan. So everything's on fire. Right. There's no there's no electricity. Right. I need a life affirming thing. Yep. From a target. From a target. Yep. And you just get the one. Oh, you know what I do? What? Uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines of... Uh, what is the HGTV show they have? What is that one? Uh, I, they live in Waco, Texas. I know. I know. There's, pic there's pictures of them all over targets now because they have like a target thing. I take one of those and I frame it. You take a picture of Chip and Joanna Gaines? Sure, why not? <laughs> that would be your... It would be like a little memory of simpler times. Okay, so... You could start having conversations with them. <laughs> so, okay. So we are presumably, like in all these zombie movies, we're living in like the 15th floor of the burned out remains of a, an apartment block. And we've somehow gotten our, our stuff up. You know, we've got the water, the the flashlights, the batteries. Like, yeah. we've been hauling batteries up all, you know, before sunset. And I turned to you, Dan, yeah. and I was like, oh, Dan, Jesus Christ, we carried 
we carried all this stuff. We got a cool. I got a. We get. We should get a cooler, Dad. You realize that, right? Um, I guess should we? I mean, there's no true. ice. I mean, no ice. Yeah, yeah so we're not going to do coolers. Yeah, forget. Like, forget. No, items. everything I'm you need is a long life. All right. So we've been moving batteries, and it's dead. She's dead. <sighs> I crack open one of these gravies and sip from it. I just. I'm drinking from a jar, a jar of Heinz gravy on the 15th floor, and it's going to be dark soon. Tell me, tell me you got us something good to keep our spirits up, Dan. Show, show me what you, I got all the drugs and stuff. What, what'd you get us, Dan? What'd you get us? Dan? Well, Maureen, I got a picture of Chip and Joanna Gaines. Dan, Dan, it's funny. I, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. We all... Or one, or one item to tether us to our humanity. You want some gravy? Right. You want the gravy? Maureen, yeah, we can take a sip of gravy <sighs> and we can tell we can tell Chip and Joanna about our day. And then they'll recommend Shiplap. And it'll be like back before all this happened. You can get, get a book or anything? A book to read? No. <sighs> Notebook to, think of that. notebook to write our 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 thoughts in or story that with this story we can create. No. But look, we can say, hey Chip, we we killed six zombies today. What do you think? And he'll be he'll make a funny joke. And then and then Joanna will kind of roll her eyes because he's a corny. <sighs> no? Is that not working for Dad, you? Yeah, I'm gonna um I'm going to go back to Target. Joanna recommends picking up uh, like a piece of unfinished wood and just writing blessed on it. Yeah, I'm going to, um, I know it's dark and they'll get me, but um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go down to Target now, Dan. You, uh. Well, if you get bit, we have antibiotics. Yeah, yeah, you, uh. You talk to Chip and Joanna, Dan. Um, I'm gonna go up here. I, I may be a while. All right, don't die. See, that's the kind of upbeat content people need in times like this, Dan. <laughs> Everyone's so happy right now. Ah. Uh... I need to get back to my trailer life, Maureen. So it is time to say that our theme music was recorded by Ted Leo. Now, I realize that, and that I, said Hoovians that that was not the most news we've ever brought you. No. I think they're okay with it. Do you think they care? I don't know. Let me ask Joanna. Joanna, do they care? She says no, but recommends a gray kitchen. What is Shiplap? Uh, Shiplap is like kind of looks like siding but you put it inside your house and it's i think it's vertical so it's just like planks just like planks yeah just like it's just planks, planks. yeah and then you paint it white because that's all she does i can do that i can just put up planks yeah, see see now you're now you're coming along we could have a really nice monotone uh, burned out apartment with a piece of i Dan, I brought back this. Uh, I couldn't get any shiplap. I brought back the back end of a car, just a fender. Uh, I wrote blessed in it um, with some blood of some guy, and uh, I dragged it upstairs. We could put this. Um, we'll put this. That's our show, Dan, is like. It's like fit or flop, but like during the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. During the post apocalyptic HGTV. Yeah, we're, we're, we, okay. So we're going to, you know, we're going to redo the kitchen. Um, obviously, we're going to take out the walls. Uh, we're going to rip out all the wiring. <laughs> That'll kill us. And we can also use the, use the copper. And, um, so I got nothing besides from that. Going to want to build a sniper's nest up top. But, you know, make it fun. What are we cooking on? Uh, our our, our do, logo, Are we Maureen, cooking, Dan? Our logo. No, we're not cooking. Do we have a gas stove? Or there's, no, there's no 
there's no gas. Are you kidding me? Like one of those. No, we don't want gas coming up 15 floors. Like a camping stove. I mean, like a camping stove or something. Right. Like, a, nah, those are really, you got to keep that up. Bo- that wouldn't last very long. We're just eating cold Boiling beans water, out of the Dan. Fucking Boiling can water morning. is one of those kind of like. That's what the filters were for. Did you pick up the filters? No, oh, Dan, I'll scan you this fender. It says, Shit, Maureen. It says blessed on God it. damn it. All right. Uh, our logo is designed by Darth. And you can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. And you know. Or hey, that's H-E-Y at Says Who Podcast.com. And even if you're, you know, you're in a a burned out apartment and 15 stories in a MAGA hat wearing zombies are attacking you and you have very limited resources, you may need to maybe sign up for something like. I'm saying that. No, go on. No. Just go on. I'm saying people got to eat, Dan. And sure. society may collapse, but the one thing we can rely on is Blue Apron. Uh, I don't think that they're really going to be around after the apocalypse. Dan, I think they are going to be pretty much the only thing around after the apocalypse. And that packaging, I'm telling you, that packaging isn't going anywhere. The packaging is very, very, very uh-huh. not earth friendly. So. For just nine twenty five dollars, whatever. You can join f- our Facebook group at slash groups slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. You can buy. They'll send you fresh basil fettuccine with tomatoes and sweet corn, which sounds delicious. But what I mean, yes, yes, it's all good summer ingredients. They cost about a dollar, but they'll mail them to you. And that is, you know, who doesn't want to get corn in their mail? <sighs> Just get corn in the mail. You can can join us in two weeks, but I don't have a calendar in front of me, so I don't know when that is for our next episode. Dan, are you ever going to come out of the woods? Yeah, unfortunately, in just a few weeks. I think we're just shy of three weeks away from being done with this trip. And I'm going to be very sad in part because I'm going to need to find a job really fast. And if you have any ideas on what you would do during your Target Super Target run with the MAGA hot wearing zombies, please let us know. Yeah. Um, because hit that up in the Facebook group. As I'm not, I don't want to be critical, but the, our trip was not optimized. Jeez. It wasn't, okay. Dan. I mean, it really wasn't. Well, we've got we've got antibiotics. Yep. We've got plenty of protein bars. Mm-hmm. Gravy. We've got water filters and canned goods and flashlights and a tent. And a picture of Chip and Joanna Gaines. I think Gaines. that's pretty good. Yes, that's to keep us happy. And we've got the tent assembled in our 15-story apartment. Sure. And we've got the picture of Chip and Joanna you, Gaines. You didn't tell me we were in an urban setting at the time. I assumed that you knew that. No, because I'm not in an urban setting right now. I'm out in the woods. We actually just went to a Target today. Did you? Was our yeah? It was our first Target in forever. We've been hitting WalMarts, a real upgrade when you hit a Target. Let me tell fancy, you, fancy, fancy. I okay. know it's like we're living. So like, then there's like a cabin. We're in like a you know like a a cabin that we found. Sure, but you still want a tent. You're gonna want a tent because you can't be, you cannot be assured that your living situation is going to stay safe. Yeah, but if a, t- a zombie's going to get through that tent, like, no problem, Dan. Well, you go where the zombies aren't. They're everywhere. Where are they not going to be the zombies? Does MAGA hat wearing zombies, Dan? I mean, I think an urban environment, honestly, is the worst place to go. Really? Because that's, like, the highest concentration of people. Go, like... We are currently, I am in Montana, and I'm about to enter Wyoming, where there are, like, the sum total population of Wyoming is less than half a million people, right? So you're a long way from people if you are in the middle of nowhere Wyoming versus up at 15 stories. How many of those people are are MAGA people? Be honest. Well, probably a fair number Mm -hmm. of them, but there just aren't that many. And you can be- Hundreds of miles, and these from are them. fast ones, Dan. Too not those bullshit. There's these are these are fast ones. Oh well, you didn't say they were fast. They're fast. All right, we'll have to continue this discussion online, Maureen. All right, 
From the floor of my Airstein trailer parked in Billings, Montana, I'm Dan Sinker. From the 15th story of a burned-out apartment building in the middle of a of a, of a scorched hellscape surrounded by MAGA hat-wearing zombies, I'm Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who. Gotta stop talking to that picture of Chip and Joanna. It's, it's really cool. Well, I, they... They recommended a big unworking clock to hang on my wall. It's nice. They really do like Helps me remember that there was a time where time mattered and you weren't just running for your lives. I said they do love a big clock. They do love a big clock. It's super weird. Clocks. Big clocks.